Welcome back to another edition of the Red Leaf Fitness Podcast, a show dedicated to bringing you stories, interviews, and conversations about living a healthy, resilient, and productive life. I'm your host, Sean Blinch, and I want to thank you for making the time to listen to this episode today. And if you like what we're putting down, we would love it if you would follow, rate, and share this podcast. All right, now let's get down to business. Welcome back to the Redley Fitness Podcast. We got episode 29. How you doing, Michelle? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, once again, this is take two. <laughs> just like uh, just like last week. Um, so let's jump right into stuff. Um, before We have a really cool topic uh, to hit today. But before we get into it, uh, I just wanted to take a sec and just talk about how excited... I am uh, about this Saturday. This Saturday, after six months, we are able to open our doors and see our community again. And it's a huge deal. Yeah. Because I love what we get to do. And changing people's lives is something I never not want to do. Yeah, and you don't take it for granted. I, you can't. No. No, it's a privilege. We get to be embedded in people's lives as they go through all the phases mm-hmm. of what they're going through. Yeah. And we get to be in their corner. And that is, uh, I take a lot of pride in that. Yeah, it's a pretty special experience. And while we were still able to do that um, virtually, it was from a distance. Mm-hmm. And so now we get to be, um, you know, of course, we'll still be at a somewhat of a distance, <laughs> but we'll be, we can see people again yeah. and we can feel that. And so I am so excited about it. And so Saturday's day one. Um, yeah. How are you feeling about oh, it? Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, you know, there's a ton that goes into like getting the gym set up again and getting everything rolling, but it's such a, an incredible problem to have that. I mean, we're both like, yeah, there's tons of stuff to do, but we love doing it. It's, this is a great problem to have. So I'm, I'm really excited for Saturday and Sunday and Monday and yeah, it's just, it's awesome. And it's different this time. And, Mm -hmm. um, I feel and I really, really, this is not me putting all my emotional eggs in one basket. (laughs) Uh, I really, really, you know, the difference between what happened when we were um, opened up and shut down Mm -hmm. in March or so is actually like nine or 10 million differences. Oh, yeah. And those are vaccines. Yes. Our country and our province is doing so, so well. Mm -hmm. And it's working. The numbers are dropping. It's... Uh, it's incredibly motivating. And th- and so that's the difference where the last time we saw numbers like this, things got worse again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This, this time it does have that feeling of, okay, we've kind of, we're outside. We're, we're not expecting to be closed in a week. Um, like happened last time. It, it does. It, it feels much more optimistic that we're kind of entering into <clears throat> something that we'll just be doing now. 
you know, and it might look a little bit differently, but that doesn't matter. We're still in person with our community um, and, and not expecting to get shut down in a week. So it's really exciting. That's right. That's right. So just wanted to take a sec there and just, um, you know, by the time people hear this, we will have been oh, opened yeah. up and, uh, you know, so I I know we share that with mm-hmm. uh, people because it's not just us who are, you know, elated to be able to get to do this. The, the pressure that has built up for people to want to get together and, and not just do social things like dinner and, and drinks. Mm-hmm. People want to get together and exercise and be active yeah. and, you know, and, and going to the gym. So I'm so happy, not just for us, but for the gyms in Toronto and the GTA and and basically everywhere mm-hmm. where gym communities exist, we, we get to do this thing again. Yeah. And so that is so cool. That's awesome. So let's jump into our topic today. So mm-hmm. uh, we are talking about uh, how many days a week should I train? Huge question mm-hmm. comes up a lot. You and I have opinions on this thing, um, and uh, no better time to go through this thing on, and start to um, color in exactly what we think yep. on how to do this thing. So, uh, I'll throw it over to you. So, the first question is: uh, How many days a week should somebody train? Um. I mean, if we're, if you're talking to someone who's maybe just starting out, I think three times a week is an excellent place to start. Um, just as your body gets used to say this type of training, cause it, it might be very different from what you're normally doing. Um, I mean, we all know that, or maybe folks who are listening to this podcast know that we're going to train with a certain level of intensity and it's relative, but, um, so for your first little bit, a couple weeks, I would say three times is an excellent place to start. And then as your body gets kind of more accustomed to this sort of training, um, things are just, it's now more what you do. I would say to ramp that up somewhere between three to five days a week. It's great. So, um, so if you are starting, let's say you've been inactive for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. a good place to start is three days a week and it doesn't need to be 10 out of 10 intensity. Mm-mm. We're going to touch on intensity in a little bit, but starting with three days a week is a really, really good place yeah. to be. Yeah. Now let's talk about the back half of what you were mentioning. Let's say, for example, someone in our community mm-hmm. who's been say with us for two years, they can walk the walk, talk the talk. They know all the terms they've done the moves. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what would be your, recommendation as far as their training frequency. Yeah. For most people, I would say five days a week. Yeah. would be great. Yeah. Yeah. So unanimously, Michelle and I are big believers in the five day a week. Mm -hmm. So let's sort of break that one down a little bit. So if you're talking about a, let's look at it on a seven day spread. Mm -hmm. What we like is, for example, Monday, Tuesday, you're training. Wednesday, you're off. Thursday, Friday, you're training. Saturday, you're off. It could be something like this. Yeah. Or it could be three days on, one day off, mm-hmm. something like that. Or if you're going to do Monday to Friday, we like you to take two days off. And one of those can be active. It can mm-hmm. be cycling, biking. It can be, you don't need to be on the couch and sedentary. Nor- no. <laughs> you should never. <laughs> no. Daily movement, <laughs> yeah. you know, is always good. Yeah. Um. 
but there you have it. That's our that's our our main recommendation. Five days a week is the gold standard as far as yeah we're concerned. Yep, I would say that's a great place to be. Yeah, yeah, it's giving you enough um, enough training volume, enough intensity, and all that sort of thing throughout that kind of seven day split. But it's also giving you equally as important as your training is the recovery days. Huge. Yeah. Which we'll come back and, and talk about mm-hmm. that as well. So so the next question is, if we know that we like between three and five, naturally, how many is too many? Six and seven? Six and seven. <laughs> 10, 11. <laughs> so wait, can I just ask how many times yeah. have you had that conversation where it's like, what was your last rest day? 32 days ago. Mm-hmm. Like, awesome. How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a like, coach. I haven't PR'd in a while. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. So training six and seven days a week, um, you cannot sustain this. Mm-hmm. And if pro athletes or endurance athletes like triathletes, um, if they don't even do this because it, it has an impact why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. You, I understand how hard it is to not, because you may train five days a week and you, on the sixth day, you might feel like you have the energy to do it. Yeah. But does that mean you're going to be better for it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Right. Yeah, that sixth day might, be an anomaly where like you, for whatever reason, feel great. But if you're thinking about long-term, what is day eight or nine going to feel like, right? So was that one day necessarily, did that give you the benefit if it's going to take you out or lead to say four or five days of a medium effort training situation, which is, I would think that's more what we see with, Mm -hmm. with folks who need to take rest days um, and who maybe don't necessarily take them is that they keep coming into the gym and it's, and it's awesome. And I completely understand why and all of the millions of reasons that are in there. But what you can see a lot of the times is those maybe subsequent, like five, six, seven, eight days, um, the intensity isn't there. They're not quite, they're not really moving well. They can't really put all um, that effort into those training days. So did forcing that six day where maybe we could have taken a rest, did forcing that workout um, maybe impact the quality of the, the next again, five, six, seven days of training. If the answer is, yeah, then you might've been better off taking that rest day. That's it. Right. So think, thinking big picture, thinking big picture. And mm-hmm. so what are some signs that people can look out for? Uh, Cause we've all been there where we've, mm-hmm. we've had a great training week. We're almost addicted to it. Mm-hmm. You see the results. I want yeah. them faster. And we, it feels good. It feels good. You yeah. feel like you're superhuman. And so mm-hmm. what are some signs that people can look out for? Um, I think, I mean, it, again, it can be pretty specific to the person, but even things like your mood, um, is your, is your patience really low for no reason? Um, things that might not necessarily get you riled up are all of a sudden re- getting you quite worked up. Are you maybe thinking a bit more negative than you might otherwise be? Um, that's personally, that's how I know I need a rest day. Um, when you're coming into the gym and this is also one of the cool things about CrossFit is it's very measurable. We know we repeat workouts a lot just to measure is our output getting any better? Like, are we actually getting fitter in a measurable way? So if let's say we're repeating a workout or we're doing a lift that you are quite comfortable doing and you really can't get anywhere close to say the time that you're normally putting up or the weights you're normally hitting, um, that might be 
a pretty like tangible example of you might just need a rest day. You might be overtrained a little bit um, and your system's not quite able to, to press into those, that next level. Um, yes, those are two big ones for me that I look out for both personally and with my clients. hundred percent. And, and those things happen to me too. Mm -hmm. And they're my big two. The other one that happens to me is, and it's sort of, it's sort of, it's, it's sort of a bit ironic, but if I'm overtrained, I'm, I have agitated sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I can, I can wake up often and I find that my sleep is, you know, light mm -hmm. and uh, I don't wake up with that. I, I kind of wake up the next day and I'm, I kind of feel like I should be doing something like I almost have like this, like pre-built in guilt, like, oh, you, you can work out. Therefore you go, you should go work out. Right. So I think those are really good points. So, you know, thinking about, um, what's your, what's your mood? Like, are you, are you noticing that you're mm. a bit triggered by mm -hmm. things that normally would just sort of roll off. That's a really, really yeah. good. Uh, and here's one, here's a question that I didn't have actually have written down, but um, on a rest day, mm -hmm. how should somebody's calories change? I mean, I think for your average person, in my opinion, they stay the same because the idea of a rest day is recovery, right? It's not that rest days aren't lazy days and things like that the purpose for them is recovery. Mm -hmm. So if we're thinking about it in that sense, does it make sense to say short our calories by a couple hundred calories, for example, is that impacting our ability to recover? And, and I think it is. I agree. Yeah. And also how hungry are you on a yeah, rest day? Right? <laughs> you know, there's probably yeah. a reason for that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm amazed at how there's, there's this phenomenon where sometimes on rest days, I don't want to take it. Mm -hmm. It's fun to train. I yeah. get the endorphins. So yeah. I get the, I get the free drugs in the brain, yeah. you know, like that's, that's a wonderful feeling. Mm. Uh, so rest days can be really hard. You don't always want to do them. And on top of that, you're hungrier. Yeah. And now there's this whole sort of mental side of it, but I'm always amazed at how, I take the rest day. If there's a few extra calories in there, it's not a big deal. I wake no. up the next day and I feel and look leaner. Yeah. Cause you're recovered. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. my body just really loves to hold on to water. Yeah. I noticed. And then, and it always happens on, you know, day three or day four in a row. Right. So, uh, so let's jump, uh, more into recovery. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if we know we want people training between, three and five days, let's say someone's averaging four or five. Yep. What are some ways that people can uh, optimize recovery? Yeah. And this is, I think if we look at it from a, from a couple different perspectives, like, and I think mentally is a really important one to, to talk about as well. So we can kind of group it all in together. Um, in my opinion, again, and, and personally, and with clients, I think I've seen the best results with that kind of active recovery day. So we're not really pushing the intensity, but we're also not sitting on the couch all day long. You know, we're maybe we're going for an hour walk if you have the time, which a lot of us do because we we tend to dedicate an hour to the gym anyway. So maybe you keep that time the same and you go for a walk, um, something like that. A lot of I know you like to bike, um, so cycling would be a great one, and maybe lower the intensity that day. Um, swimming, all that sort of 
kind of like lower intensity, um, longer duration, um, just movement is a really great one to do. If you're someone who loves yoga, um, not this, I'm not a, I don't know, I'm not extensively informed about yoga, but I gather there's some where it's like a little bit more flowing and stretching and, and stuff like that. So that would be a great one. So I think anything where you're kind of moving, um, and it's also kind of the reason you want to do that also, I think is because of what happens in your brain. Um, so for a lot of us, we get that endorphin rush. We feel great when we're moving. We feel great when we're, um, exercising. And so taking that out on a rest day can have a little bit of a negative, um, like psychological impact, I think where you just don't feel great. So I think dedicating, um, let's say an hour or so to actually go out and move at a low intensity, um, it's good for both the body and the brain. That's it. And just, and just building on that idea, we were talking about this a few podcasts back about how we are big fans of willpower is Mm -hmm. created through success Mm -hmm. and not the other way around. Mm -hmm. And just sort of touching back on that, the workout is the success that drives the willpower and drives the, I'm not, what's, what am I talking about? Not willpower, but the, um, like your motivation. Yeah. Drives. Yeah. Success drives motivation. Thank you. And there's a bit of a habit stacking thing. So Mm -hmm. people are going to find that on this day where like, you're not, Oh, I, I, you know, I, I can't, I should be doing something. You can still habit stack. So what Michelle is saying is that you can still get that drive where you can continue your, um, your streak. Mm-hmm. People love the streak. Yeah. And it I do feels too. Good. And so, yeah, so do I, it feels good. And so, um, still go and get your activity, but throw a backpack on, go out for a walk or go for a low intensity cycle. Mm-hmm. Your body's going to love it. And you're going to get this, uh, the blood flowing. Yeah. And you're going to start feeling your joints are going to feel a little bit better. You're going to just, uh, your digestive, your digestive systems, it really loves when the blood is, is mm-hmm. f- flowing. So there's all these effects. So it doesn't mean you have to sit on the couch and binge. No. no and no. if you really want to get after it, um, but don't come into the gym. <laughs> it's okay to miss us twice, twice a week. <laughs> it's counterintuitive to say, but we don't want you here. We don't want you doing this seven days a week. Yeah. We, we really want you here between three and five. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and we can really stand behind that because, uh, we know what you're coming here for and that's results mm-hmm. and we're fired exactly. up about get, getting those for yeah. you. Yeah. So, um, so we talked a little bit about recovery and we're kind of bridging into the last piece here, which is sustainability. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I'll kick us off on sustainability. Sure. So, uh, what is that? <laughs> sustainability <laughs> is the idea that you are creating a lifestyle around this. Right. We are not the transformation gym. No. We are not come here and in three months, we're going to have you look like this. Our job is to be in your corner and to show you how you can do this for the rest of your life. Whether you're living in Toronto and you're coming to our gym or you're only he- with us for a short period of time, whatever that is, we are lifestyle fitness oriented. Yeah. So getting your training frequency 
uh, on a day-to-day basis and, and week-to-week basis is really, really important. And it, and it totally bridges up to or ladders up to uh, how sustainable. Can you keep this up for three years? Can you keep right. this up for six? If the answer is yeah, you're nailing it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's, I mean, it's all the kind of the same. We talk about this with nutrition a ton. Um, it, it almost doesn't, what you can do for 30 days is, is ex- can be quite extreme, right? Like you and I both know you can really diet for 30 days. You can really, really dial in your training and everything else and put everything else on the side for 30 days. But what happens on day 31, 32, mm-hmm. right? And those are the ones in my opinion that matter because that's what's going to be indicative of the rest of your life, right? So if you're looking at this thing and you're like, okay, well, no, I can't train seven days a week forever. Good. Cause we don't want you to, Mm-mm. right? Like, but is it realistic for you to train four days a week forever? If the answer is yeah, then, then you're doing it exactly right. Cause that's again, yes, it's cool to see results really quickly, but it's almost like the faster they come, the greater risk they are of leaving really quickly, right? If it takes you a little bit longer because you've done it in a sustainable way, you've likely established a bunch of habits that have helped you get to the results you're starting to see. And that's the habits that are going to help you sustain that for the rest of your life, right? So I would rather see you from a coaching perspective, take three months longer than you think um, and have established habits and a routine that you can really hang on to for the next 10 years of your life, right? To me, that's far more meaningful um, and you're going to be far more successful than really trying to nail something for 30 days. That's it. Mm-hmm. So the final thing to talk about is intensity. Mm-hmm. Important. And the reason why we park it at the end here after sustainability is because your sustainability and your balance in your training and your optimized recovery preserves the most important thing, which is intensity. Yeah. Do you want to take that one away? Why don't you start and I'll fill in. So intensity is required. For results. For results. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And what makes this sort of confusing is that the in, what intensity means for me is very different from what it means to someone else, mm-hmm. what it means for Michelle. Yep. So your perceived intensity has to be something that's not comfortable. Yeah. Because at that point, it's going to stimulate the body enough to create change. And that means shocking the metabolism, driving things up, getting the pro the the actual muscles beat up a little bit mm-hmm. so that they start to recover. And when they recover, they recover stronger. Right. I mean, in a nutshell, that's it, right? You have you have to be uncomfortable. That's what's gonna drive your change. That's it. And that's why CrossFit works. That's why functional fitness and the way we approach, we have, we have a, a bit of a hybrid approach to CrossFit in the sense that we, we approach it from our backgrounds, which is personal right. training. So we, we, mm-hmm. we very much, we don't so much look at it from a sport-specific angle all the time. We sort of look at it from a structural balance first, mm-hmm. good quality movement first, 
and then we add intensity from there. Right. Um, so if you're not dialed in from a balance standpoint for everything from training frequency to new to the proper nutrition timing, the intensity will drop off. Mm -hmm. And if the intensity drops off, that's when the alarm bells goes off. And so, and it's not saying that you can't take part in, in things that are less intense. Like not every type of good fitness is high intensity right, training. Right, right. Um, which, you know, which is why we're saying that we like you to go out and have a, a swim or a bike or uh, something like that. But um, everything has to be there to preserve the intensity. Yeah. And you, you can't exactly what you're saying. You can't sustain intensity, which we know is kind of the, the meat of this whole thing, unless you're recovered. Right. And so if you tie it all back in together, um, that's what kind of what we're getting at when we say things like what is day, if you trained on day six, what did day seven, eight, nine look like? Are you able to tap into that intensity? You know, and, and again, intensity is different relative to the person and it might mean how heavy can you lift today? How fast can you move today? Whatever we're kind of measuring or working with. But if you can't tap into relative intensity, um, over time, your results are going to dip a little bit. That's right. So, so taking rest days, the whole point of them is to recover, to preserve your ability to, for intensity. That's it. And then if you look at it that way, rest days are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they are right. They're the thing that allow you to train really well the next day. That's it. And they allow you to get excited about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So there you have it. Let's wrap it all up there. So just to recap what you have. How many days a week should we train? Three to five. Three to five. Uh, how many days is too many? Six to seven. More than yeah, <laughs> more than what we just said. <laughs> uh, intensity is the key. Recovery and sustainability are the path to get you there. Yeah. Now, when we try to pack all this in within twenty-five to thirty minutes, we definitely might have missed a detail or a bit mm -hmm. of nuance. But this is generally speaking, yeah. um, hitting it with a really broad brush and. I will take the opportunity if you're listening to this and if you're considering uh, personal training or you wanted to drop in uh, and uh, try out our classes, contact us. Yeah. Uh, if you were shared this this episode, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to it. Uh, we would love to hear from you and we would love to talk to you about how we can help you with personal training or nutrition or some of our classes. So... Leafs, we're fired up. We can't wait to see you on Saturday and Sunday. We're so glad to be open. And uh, Michelle, thanks for taking the time again. Yeah, thank you.